0: experience the reality of the gospel, and receive light, life, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. As you listen to today's message, tell Doku, a real blessing to you. Matthew chapter 22, verse 14, I'm talking on a call to assist, a call to assist. Matthew chapter 22, verse 14. There is a beautiful. Can we all read one, two, three? Go. Somebody didn't read with us, so let's start. Powerful scripture. It tells us that for many are worlds, many, many. So God is still calling people. And you are called, I'm also called. Hallelujah. Look at somebody say, You are called as much as I am called. So he said, For many are called, but few are chosen. God brings us into a place of his calling. And immediately you get born again. As a matter of fact, to be born again, itself is a calling. You are called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Can I get a very big amen? Amen. Tell somebody, you are called called, out of darkness darkness. into his marvelous light. So God calls all of us from darkness to represent light into light. Amen. Amen. So you are born again means that you are actually called. But when you get born again, you respond to the call out of darkness into his marvelous light. You are also called into the work of the ministry. And the Bible says that everybody is called to work for God. You are called to work for God. I'm called to work for God. But among those who are called to work in the ministry, some are given higher offices. Hallelujah. Now, as you are called, if I call your name now, you respond. Now, when you stay in the calling for a while, God will test you with many tests. He will find you faithful. And when you are found faithful, then you become the chosen of the Lord. So many are still remaining in their call stage. They have just responded to God. Yes, I will do it. Yes, I'll be an usher. Yes, I'll sing. Yes, I'll do this. But they are not being faithful in the call. So they cannot even become the chosen of the Lord. That is why I say many people are called, but only few are world well chosen. Can I, I get a very big amen? amen. Clap your hands and shout glory to God. Oh, clap your hands if you you can do it better. For many are called, but few, only few become the chosen of the Lord. And God is calling you to become part of the few that are chosen to, to stand in the work of the ministry. Now, there is a calling for people to assist And many people are called into these areas of ministry more than those who are standing in the front line. So God will call just one person then everybody else will come and assist. So let's go to Genesis. God has never called somebody and never called anybody to assist him. Anytime there is a call, God will also call assistants. And assistants are very much as important the one that is called. So in Genesis chapter 39, uh, let's go to Exodus, let's start from Moses. Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3 verse 10, this is a long uh, story. Exodus 3.10 He said, come now, therefore, and I will send unto thee Pharaoh. Moses see a burning bush. You have read the story. Or we should read it all over. You have read the story. So Moses see a burning bush, and Moses is wondering, what is this? And he hears God's voice out of the burning bush. He said, come, therefore. I'm at come, therefore. Where, where, where are they? Okay. Come now therefore, the person is always going ahead of me. Come now therefore, and I will send thee unto what? Pharaoh. So that was the calling. And anytime time God calls a man, he gives him a specific assignment. Moses was not called to go and sell bread. Moses was not called to go and do anything. He was called to, to Pharaoh to bring God's people out of Israel. That was his assignment. Praise God. And I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt, simple and short assignment. And because of this, God was going to anoint Moses so strong because he knows the stubbornness of Pharaoh, that Pharaoh was not going to leave him alone, to just come and carry the people and just go. So sometimes when God calls a man, the assignment looks like a sentence. But in that sentence can take him a lifetime. Yeah. It took 40 years on over for Moses to get his people out and to be in the wilderness. They didn't, Moses himself didn't get to the promised land. But when God was speaking to him, he actually thought he would be part of those who would be in the promised land. They were going to come out of Egypt and there was going to be a lot of trouble. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's go. And Moses said unto God, who am I? Anytime God calls people, He doesn't call anyone that is adequate. He always calls somebody who is inadequate, so that the person will stand in the grace of God, because it is the grace of God that helps us in the calling. If you believe, shout the big amen. amen. And I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel. He said, Who am I? Pharaoh is huge. Who am I? You sending me to this man? Me to go and bring the people of Israel, and God said, yes, you are the one. And look at him. Now he's looking at his weaknesses. Because any time God gives you an assignment, you will see yourself not adequate enough. Now Moses is looking at his weaknesses in verse 12. And he said, Certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee, that I have sent thee, when thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, and he shall serve God upon this mountain. God is promised to him, I'll be with you. Go to verse, uh, chapter 4. I don't want to read all chapter 4. Chapter 4, verse 1. And Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me. Now he's telling God all his fears. Now God comes and says, Get out and go to Rwanda. I'm sending you to go and deliver the people. You look at yourself, me? Well, how can I do? And he's asking, he's looking at all the impossibilities. The more he sees the impossibility, the more God shows him possibilities. He said, behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice, for they will say, the Lord had appeared unto unto thee. Uh And the Lord said to him, what is that in thy hand? God is trying to prove to him that yes, I'm the one that is sending you. So he said, what is in your hand? Moses was holding a rod. And he said, cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground. And it became a serpent. And Moses fled before it. So God began to show him miracles. And he said that. So immediately God calls a man. There are, he experiences the miracles behind the scenes. Before God now sends him for him to not be faint-hearted for him to believe. So You see the dealings with the saint one. Verse 4. And the Lord said unto Moses, put forth thy hand and take it by the tail. I think by this time Moses is getting afraid. He said, if I try this thing, this serpent will bite me. His own rod. And he put forth his hand and caught it. And it became a rod in his hand. That they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, had appeared to thee. He said, this is a proof that God has appeared to you. Can the amen be louder? Clap your hands. I don't want you to be down. Let's go. And the Lord said furthermore unto him, put now thy hand into thy bosom and put it in the and put his hand in his bosom, and when he took it out, behold, it was leprous. He asked him to do it again. Go to verse 8. Go to verse 8. And it shall come to pass, if they will not believe thee, neither hearken to the voice for, for the, of the first sign, they will believe the voice of the latter sign. Uh-huh. And it shall come to pass, if they will not believe also these two signs, neither harking unto thy voice, that thou shalt take the water and the river, and pour it out on. He's showing him things. Let's do a jump. Verse 10. And Moses said unto the Lord, "Oh, my Lord, I am not eloquent. After God has showed him all the possibility, now he looks at his very weakness. He shows you that God never sends a man that is adequate. God will always look for somebody who is an assistant that can fit him into the inadequacies. Can the amen be louder? So he said, and Moses said unto the Lord, my God, I am not eloquent. I cannot speak. I don't know how to talk. I am a stammerer. Neither heath here too far, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant. But I am slow of speech. By the time Moses would give one sentence, three minutes has come. And he said, I'm slow. And you are telling me, he said, and of a slow tongue, stammering. And the Lord said unto him, Who had Who had made man's mouth? Who made the mouth? God said, This is your mother as you talk slow. Who made it? Or who make the damp or the deaf? Or the seen or the blind? Have I not the Lord? uh uh-huh. Now therefore, go and I'll be with thy mouth, and teach thee what thou shalt say. Uh-huh. And he said, O oh my Lord, send, I pray thee, by the hand of whom thou wilt send. He said, look for an eloquent man, and send him. Look for somebody that is strong and mighty, and send him. Ah, for me, I won't go, verse 14. And the anger of the Lord was candled against Moses. And he said, is not Aaron the Levite thy brother? I know that he can speak well. So Moses is interrogating God, to let God know that. Even if you heal my mouth, I will still not go, because I can't trust my own mouth. Then God said, fine. You have a brother called Aaron, who is of a Levite. This guy can talk. When this guy starts speaking, oh my goodness. That was the beginning of the assistant. That God is sending forth a man who is seeing his weaknesses, but he now realizes that God is bringing him somebody who can be where he is weak. Can the amen be louder? Anywhere you find yourself, God has called you to assist. If you are at your workplace, God is calling to assist your boss. If you understand that you are called to assist, that the man or the woman that is uh, heading that department, the church, wherever you find yourself, is not adequate. And God is bringing you to add up so that there can be success in wherever you find your place. It means that the assistant is as important as the head. Because without Aaron, Moses cannot go. Moses cannot speak. So God speaks to Moses. Moses speaks to Aaron. Aaron goes and speaks as the mouthpiece to uh, Pharaoh. Can I get a very big amen? Oh, clap your hands for God. I can't feel you. I can't feel you. We are just starting. I have many things to say. Praise God. That's the power of assistance. So you realize that. The assistant must always come with a certain quality, the ability. Now, in marriage, I have to equate it in every area. In marriage, the man is the leader. The woman comes in as an assistant. So a woman must come in to like, I'm come to assist this man to achieve a goal that will benefit the whole family. So that whole family can be like that country, your small country there and there is a president, and you are the vice president. And that vice president, as a woman, can influence the president's decisions so that things can go on in that small family, the Ajay country. There is a country of three people. They are going to grow and become a thousand. He's afraid. (laughs) I know the one quote, a little one shall become a thousand. Clap your hands and shout glory to God. Look, if we can all see our place, the assistant is never an inferior role. It's a very powerful role. If the assistant can know that this is where I am called to and I'm supposed to stand in and be a blessing and buttress whatever God has called this person to stand, you realize that we'll enjoy. But the problem is with the motivation that you are listening. You don't have to be served in a place for long. You Go and start your own business. God is calling you. If you believe in your heart that you can do it, just go and go ahead. Believe in yourself. The guy didn't believe in himself. It took God to anoint him. Hallelujah. If you believe, one of the things that is affecting this generation is overconfident. I've seen many overconfident people they are very gifted, but they are overconfident. Because they think that it is their gift that can make it for them. But there is a certain grace that adds to your gift that makes things work. Can the amen be louder? Anytime you are gifted, you are the target of the enemy. Sometimes the most beautiful women are overconfident because they are so beautiful that they think that their beauty will qualify them for everything this in this life. And they realize that it is not enough. But beauty is just a charm. And beauty is vain. And they'll be wondering, they think they can get any man they want. And they realize that the people that they think are not them that think are not beautiful. But they are because nobody's ugly, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Then those people are getting married. Those people, things are opening up for them. But it is not by mind. Hallelujah. It is not by power. Is by the spirit of God. Yeah. Clap your hands and shout glory to God. Oh. Shake somebody and say, Hey, I don't like the way you're shaking the person. Hey. Tell him, Don't be overconfident. Tell him he's a dangerous one. Now let's look at the exemplary exemplary life of, of Joseph. What a guy. What an assistant. Genesis 39, if your wife, are you even seeing yourself as an assistant? Because some wives don't see that I'm a sister. Because they think it's an inferior role. Genesis 39, verse 4. Okay, let me read from verse 1. And let me read from verse 1, please. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, from his father's house to Egypt. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard. Look at the man's accolades. He's the captain of the guard. Hallelujah. He's like an army captain. Captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him. The guy has so much money to buy slaves. He paid money for Joseph. So Joseph was a slave to him. Bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites. So the Ishmaelites, look at this guy. They are the one who sold, they bought, the Ishmaelites bought Joseph from their brothers and they intend to come to sell. They are, they are trading human beings. So slave trade started in Genesis chapter 9, 39. It was not when uh, the Portuguese came here. Can the amen be louder? So sometimes the black American come in, they go to the Cape Coast, they do this. Is this what they did to our forefathers? No, no, This guy, the Bible says that if you read Samoan, he was put in, in iron bars and dragged. Because somebody was able to buy you, he owns you. He can do whatever. They tattooed your back with hot iron. Slave one. They put in hot iron. Then the scars become your number. The captain of the guard, the vision, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had Brought him down there, huh? Let's go. And the Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. That was the changing phrase. If you're gonna assist and be able to assist very well, the Lord has to be with you. Yes. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. The guy who is a slave, he was already prosperous yes. because that was what God was seeing him in the realm of the spirit. Not, he was a slave, but in the realm of the spirit, he was a prosperous man. He was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Prosperous guy came in as a slave. In his master's house, he was still prosperous. In your uh, 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 boss's company, you can still be prosperous. You don't need to go and start your own business before you are prosperous. You can be prosperous in your boss's company. Oh, this is your amen, I don't like. Shake somebody and say you can be prosperous wherever you are finding yourself. Tell him all you need is that God is with you. Yes, so so, so go and start business. If you are not an entrepreneur, you are not going to make it because salary workers. Look at the guy. Prosperous? Are we reading Bible? And look, I am talking to only three people. Are we reading Bible, or is Quran we are reading? Check somebody, say, Bible. Tell him you have forgotten. Because his Bible, because that is the higher truth. Praise God. Let's go. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. His own master saw that there is something on this guy. It means that any time a man is looking for an assistant, he has to look for the man that carries that thing. You study a business, you're going to look for somebody to work I've after working with people for a rather, it's not the skillful people. It's not skillful people. Because sometimes skillful people are the ones who cause you so much pain. The guy is so skillful at the work, he's the one that will steal all your money. The guy is so skillful that he doesn't respect you as a boss. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's not how skillful. It's that the Lord's uh, uh, grace is on the guy. And the Lord made that all he did to prosper in his hand. His master noticed. So if God blesses you as an assistant, wherever you find yourself, is my boss prospering? Is my husband prospering? If the thing is not prospering, then we have to find out who is assisting you. Because you got to prosper. Because the assistant must come in. When we say wife material, people are saying that she can cook or whatever. No, no. It is the one that carries something to bring into your life. That God has, oh, I can't feel it. Shake somebody and say, it's you, 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 you. You. How many people own companies? Just a few. How many people are working with people? Many. But among the many people that are working with people, many of them have their own plan already. When I'm preaching in a church, I call a guy and I'm trying to minister to him. I say, God is going to use it. He say, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and that he has the name of his church already. I say, goodness. So I told the pastor, this is the guy you must send away. As long as God has given him a name from throne room perspective and he saw his own logo coming from heaven, you got to send him. Because let him go and fulfill what God has called him. Yes, because God, all the the time he's serving, his heart will not be loyal. And when his heart is not loyal, God cannot prosper him. And when God is not prospering him in that place, that is where he will fight you. Because many people are fighting their boss because they are not prospering at their work. Because when you are not prospering, you become frustrated. So you think that your boss is the problem. But maybe you had the own problem. Let's go. And Joseph found grace in his sight. And he served him. The word was that he served. And he made him overseer over his house. If God's grace is upon your life and you know how to serve, you know how to serve, you will always have promotions because the promotion will come automatically because God himself, his hand is upon you. And you too, you are serving very, very, very well and you will find favor in the sight of your boss. And you realize that your boss is buying people cars, your name will come out. When your boss wants to give some directions, he say, ah, we need people to go to New York, you, you'll be the one chosen. The other ones, they'll post them to Kigali, they'll post them to some country. I see you, you are serving where? Well. Yeah. Wherever you find yourself. Oh, I can't, I can't hear you. It looks like there are a lot of people drank something that is making them dull. Let's go, verse five. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian. Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake For Joseph's sake, because he was the one that was carrying the blessing. And God blessed him for. There are people that may be assisting you at work, may be helping you to do something. Maybe it's their sake. That's why God, it's not everybody you can sack. There are people, when you sack them, your business begins to go down. You will feel that somebody has left your life. Can the amen be louder? It's not every wife you can divorce. There are some wives, when you divorce them, your life will never be the same again. You will look for them and you will not find them. And I want the women to be that kind of wives. Yeah. Yes, so that by the way, I'll leave you. Let him leave you and see. His life will never be the same. Because he's blinded to know that you or uh, him being with you is what is causing the blessing to come. Because the assistant carries grace. Can the amen be louder? Yeah. Go to 22. This is Joseph's life. Go to 21. 21, please. But the Lord was with Joseph. Joseph, now Potiphar, began to put his eye on Joseph, the blessed guy, beautiful guy. And he was able to try to destroy the guy. Now Joseph found himself in prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy in prison, and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Their anointing carried him even to the prison. And in the prison, he was still finding favor. And leave whatever. Verse 22. And the keeper of the prison committed Joseph's harm, all the prisoners. Because of Joseph, the prison guard went to sleep. A prisoner has become the guard of prisoners. Imagine somebody, not you. Imagine somebody goes to prison. I wanted to say, imagine you go to prison, but you can't even imagine that one. (laughs) Clap your (laughs) hands. So imagine somebody's in prison and he gets to the prison and he finds favor and the guard gives him the key and says, I'm going home to sleep. Watch all the prisoners. And there is no prison break. That is Joseph. The assistant Grace was strong. Can the amen be louder? Yeah. Can your boss leave you the job? And say, I'm traveling to Thailand. I'll be back for two weeks. And he said, I'm handing all these people to, to you. By the time you come back, would the company grow? Or the company will deteriorate? Or money will be missing? Or things will just go anyhow? The these are the people God is looking for their ability to assist will show what can be handed over to you. I know many Christians are praying, Father, open the door, let promotion come, and they cannot be faithful in the little things at work. Praise God. But look at Joseph. Shake someone and say, can you be faithful with the little things? No, oh, I don't like the way you're telling the guy. Shake him and say, hey! God is entrusting little things to you. Whosoever did, whosoever, okay. And the keeper of the prison committed Joseph's hand to all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. You mean that Joseph was the one commanding whatever the prisoners would do. What a man. What a man. So when you're praying, that's why he said, and Joseph had an excellent spirit. When you are with somebody, can the person feel that you are with him? Can the person feel that ability that I'm standing? Can you be, can your presence be felt? Praise God. And now God has called us into the Makaria. Everyone, it's not only the person. Everyone is supposed to assist. Can we feel your assistance? Hallelujah. And God is calling into that higher level of grace. When we handle a department to you, can we go home and sleep? That you won't bring us troubles. That you can manage all the troubles that are in that department. You are the one God is calling for this morning. Can the amen be louder? Yeah. Let God, that grace fall upon your life. Yeah. If your husband is traveling, can he handle everything to you? In some marriages, husband can handle everything to you. You cannot trust your level of assistance. In some marriages, the husband can say that, all oh, my money all my cars, everything, I'm giving it to you. Manage my money portfolio for me. And the woman will manage it. One million dollars, she won't take some and buy unnecessary things. She'll manage the money. Why are you looking at me like that? Can the amen be louder? Man, yeah. 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 The person can feel the assistance. Are the women here? So if the husband now is hiding his money from you, it means that he can't trust you. No, this, ah, is it not there? Didn't he hand over to him? Why can't you hand over your car, your money, everything to your wife that she should manage the money? Because she's the assistant. So that you can focus on higher things. That she handles all the money, she pays all the bills, she's the one, he's writing checks, she's paying tights. It's beautiful, Yeah. But many can handle that one. Immediately the man says, I have ordered a dress. No, ah. you can't wear this dress. Because the assistant, immediately you become assistant, after a while, it will start entering into your head. You will forget that you are an assistant. You will start fighting the head. And that is the problem with many people who assist. Immediately God's grace begins to come upon them. And they begin to assist. They want to go ahead of their... They are boss. God help us. Yeah. Oh, can the amen be louder? Yeah. And that is the trap the devil set for many who are assisted. The devil set traps like that for them. Ego comes in. And you feel like, ah. Oh. And in many churches, thank God for the pastors. Yeah. In many churches, I've seen how many pastors are having pain because of assistance they brought to their church. And the assistant pastors are the one, oh, Jesus. And the pastor is crying. They wish they would overthrow him. Some are even praying that he should just die. Uh, you don't know what happens? Some people pray that their head pastor should die so that they can take over the church. That thing that is killing the boss already. Anytime you see your boss, you may think that he's enjoying, but he's carrying burdens, and you are the one supposed to lighten the burden. <laughs> Anytime you see your husband, your husband is carrying beddings. Men, we are thinking. When you see a man, sometimes they are walking, they are talking. He's calculating how to pay school. For you. He's calculating. That's why sometimes men are angry about unnecessary things because their thinking is too much. You are supposed to lighten the bedding. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You are too dull. Let me just close the service. You are not listening to my message. Yeah. Yeah. So I end it here in Jesus' name. Let me hear amen. Yeah. Let me hear glory. Shake somebody and say, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Are you sure you are here? Many assists and they are trapped. I saw a guy that was assisting a boss. The boss began to hand things to him. He started siphoning money to build his own company. He siphoning money from the boss to build. The God says that if you keep somebody's own well, your own will be well. If you don't keep somebody's own well, your own will never be well. I pray that God will give you that level of grace. I think that I will stay here. Can they give me volume on my microphone? I will stay here. May God give you more grace, ability to assist wherever you find yourself. In the name of Jesus, may your boss feel your presence. May your husband feel your presence. Whoever that is leading you, may they feel your presence. Yeah. In the mighty name of Jesus, I yeah. bind temptations from the evil one. I yeah. bind the devil from speaking into your ear. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, yeah. can the amen be louder? Yeah. All coup d'états come from this. All coup d'états, because the assistant thinks he can do better than the boss. Anywhere there is a coup d'état, the person who did the coup think that he's better than the person who is ruling. So let's put him down. So they know the guy will not get down. So they have to put him down by by force. And that's how sometimes when skillful people are in your team, that's what becomes the trouble. But when the assistant can stay like Joseph, God will bless him. I pray that God will begin to bless you. Your amen is weak for me. God will bless you in every faith. Amen. You bring capacity. Amen. You bring glory. Amen. You bring favor Amen. wherever you find yourself. In the name of Jesus. Amen. When we jump to Genesis 41, in, in chapter 41, we understand that. And Port, uh, Pharaoh made Joseph the prime minister. He was still assistant. At the highest level, he became the number two in the country. He still was not looking for number one. Praise God. He became number two. He was the prime minister of the state. And he ruled. And the Bible said he made Pharaoh prosper. The whole of Egypt prospered because of Joseph. He was leaving his name. Joseph means increase. Joseph means the guy who brings increase. So when there is a Joseph in your life, you will always see increase. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May you bring increase wherever you find yourself. Say, I'm bringing increase wherever I find myself. Oh, shall they say, I'm bringing increase, I'm bringing... Shake somebody say, I see you bringing increase. 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 increase In the name of Jesus. Every boss will do well when they have a good assistant. Every husband will do well if their wife is, is a good assistant. I'm not talking about marrying a good wife. Many people marry good wives who don't have skill to manage things that will take them to the next level. And that's the mistake many young people are making. They say the guy, the lady is good. We are going to eat goodness. You must carry capacity and skill to handle things around you. Hallelujah. Imagine you're going to marry a politician that is going to be a president, and you are just a good wife. Do you know what it takes to be in politics? Somebody say, I want to marry a CEO. Do you know what it takes to marry a CEO? Somebody that is running a multi-million dollar company. He ain't got no time. He has over 50 workers. He has this, he had that. Do you know what it takes to marry such a man? You must carry skill. If not, you would destroy him with your math. You destroy him with your unskillfulness. You don't have time for me. CEOs don't have time. So when you're going to marry a, a man like that, they marry some poor guy. Poor guys have time. They have a lot. of <laughs> uh-huh. Women want to marry very serious men. That will have time for them. He doesn't exist. Look at somebody and say, they don't exist, they don't exist. Yeah. Oh, shake their pen and say, hey, they don't exist. Yeah. Yes. One day I listening to the ovation man. He said there are times he spent Weeks in planes, weeks. He's in planes, they are going to country to country, trying to capture picture for magazine. And their magazine is going, Ovation Magazine is selling all around the world. You are married to that kind of man, he won't get time. You, the woman, have to carry a certain level of capacity. I see assistants building capacity. This is not jollof anointing. This one, you are taking something to another level. You see, I can cook jollof. At that moment, it's not about jollof. We are handling big things. Oh, I think that this is poor. Let me just... Let me stay here. I see assistance coming up. You are going to handle big things. So by the time you are praying, Father, give me a big man. Give me a man that is taking the nations. Are you able to handle the nations yourself? Because a man that is handling the nations must carry, must uh, have a woman that can also carry the burdens of nations. Because the burden of the, assist, uh, the the leader is put on the assistant. If you cannot carry it, it will kill you. It will destroy you. Hallelujah. So tell somebody, watch what you are praying for. Uh, I don't like it. Yes, so men, when you're going to marry, look out for capacity. Look out for the capacity. Do you know where, most of the men marry when they don't even know where they are going. When you know where you are going, you marry capacity. You don't marry just beauty, capacity. The ability to a person. When you become a prime minister, can the person stay there? Now, they, they gave, oh, why is this not working? They gave Joseph a, a wife. Now, when Pharaoh realized all the things Joseph was doing, he gave him a name, Zampanan Pania. <laughs> you have heard Zampana Pania before. What is the meaning of that? <laughs> he gave him the name Zampana. I wish we can just read it. Is, it. is it going to work? You are rebooting it. Clap your hands for God. Oh, I can't I can feel you in the place. Oh, shout glory, glory, glory. What name is your boss giving you? You see, your, your boss is calling you Zafana Pania. It means that you carry something. Ay, 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 I see people carrying Zafana Pania anointing. Can the amen be louder? Ah, God is calling. I see some people. Your boss will handle big stuff to you. Glorious things to you. Uh-huh. Zafana pania <laughs> Alright. So Verse 44. Genesis 41. Come to Genesis 41, 41. Genesis 41, 41. Because you are not responding today, I will teach long. Mm. Yes. Many of them probably didn't join us because they, they, are, they think that we are finished celebrating. But now we are rather doing the real thing. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, see, I have set thee over all the land. Look, if you want to handle great things, you got to build capacity. I knew somebody that married a man, they started small. And when they grew big, the man had to divorce her because she couldn't carry herself. When she ambrofu, she was just there, like precious. Mm. Not building her capacity. It's my own term. Ah. She just she just started by. She just started by. The man is going for meetings, she can't go. As God is raising the man, you must come up. Your dressing must even change. Your perfume must change. The way you carry yourself must change. Baumia's wife, if she she can, can't do anything. She's now the vice president's wife. She can't carry herself in a certain way. Hallelujah. I pray. Assistants will know that levels are changing yeah. and they'll carry themselves properly. Yeah. Your boss has now, your boss business has now grown. Now, there are multinationals coming in. What prevents you to learn another language? Your boss is dealing with Spanish, he's dealing with French. The smart one will say, Let me also go and learn French. Do you think that if you learn the French or you learn Spanish, when your boss is traveling to Spain, who will he take him to? Yeah. It is you. Yeah. I see some smart assistants yeah. rising. Yeah. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. I'm talking about it because many people are going to handle big stuff. Yeah. Let's go. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand. He saw value, so he put it upon his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand and arrayed him vestures of fine linen. He changed his clothes. And put a gold chain upon his neck. Let's go. And made him to ride in the second chariot. There was the first chariot and the second chariot. There's a presidential convoy and there's a vice-presidential convoy. He gave him a second chariot. That's a convoy. Joseph, from prison to convoy because of his skill and his capacity to handle things. And they cried before him before and bowed the knee and he made him ruler over the land of Egypt. What a promotion. What a promotion. Remember, the promotion started from a house to the prison and now to the place. It was the same grace that was working for him. You may start as a front desk. If the grace is on you and you take it properly, you become a manager. It is the same grace. Can the amen be louder? Let's go. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh. He's bringing his authority. I am Pharaoh and without this shall no man lift up his hand or foot on this land. Including Potiphar. Potiphar put him in prison, but now he has a reason. You can't touch him. Is the only person that can touch him is Pharaoh. He so said, nobody can lift a hand or a foot against you in this land of Egypt. What a man. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> and he gave him to wife Asanet, the daughter of Potiphar, priest of On. They look for a priest's daughter and give it to Joseph. Because where Joseph is walking, not any fine woman can walk there. It's not about how nice you are. He's the prime minister of the states. If you cannot handle yourself well, you destroy Joseph. Can the amen be louder? I pray that God is calling you onto a level of grace. Wherever you are assisting, you are bringing capacity. You are bringing grace. You are bringing glory. In the name of Jesus. At the level change, you change. As things go high, you go high. Can the amen be louder? Hey, are you sure you are here? One day, a very great man of God said he came to church. The church has grown. He came to church and the choir was becoming so many. So they have to remove people by rough status. So he came and said, all those of you who can read music, you stay in the choir. If you can't read music, you sit down. You and they were like, ha huh? I'm not talking to this choir. Ah. It is a choir. Because now there are people who like orchestra. There are people who like things They yeah, are in the church. And now they want to build orchestra, they want to build people that when they give their musical notes, they can look on it and play. And he said that many of them fell off. And he thanked God, only few people stay and the church grew to another level because the assistants were not improving. Anytime you see something going to another level, you too, you must change your level. I see you, you are changing your level. Not... Hey, you will not remain where you are. Check somebody and say, you are changing levels. You will not remain where you are. As things get better, you are getting better. You are getting better. I can't, I can't feel you. Say it again. Yes, I see people things are getting better around you. Your boss business is prospering. You are also becoming better and better and better at your crafts, better at what you do, skillful in what you do. Can the amen be louder? Shake somebody and say, Hey, you are just the one the man of God is talking about. Now, church of hand, can I prophesy to you? Hope you are blessed by today's message. To correspond with Reverend Danny Doku and receive more of such anointed teachings, you can visit DannyDoku.com or download the Danny Doku digital pool on Google Play Store or App Store for your iOS devices. You can look us up on any of our social media handles, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or contact us on 055-820-2278. 820 Two two seven eight.